0: Hello, and welcome to another Enterprise Solutions Podcast brought to you by Symantec, a global leader in infrastructure software, enabling businesses and consumers to have confidence in a connected world. My name is Jennifer Ellard. I'm a product marketing manager with Symantec Corporation. Thank you for listening. Companies are becoming increasingly dependent on IT for their daily operations. Making sure these critical systems remain up and running is one of the key worries for most IT professionals. Many companies choose availability solutions that don't provide quite enough protection, or they mm-hmm. overpay for a level of protection they do not need. This podcast will discuss how companies can determine the right solution for their critical applications. Joining me in the studio today is Dan La Morena, who focuses on product marketing for high availability and disaster recovery solutions. So, Dan, what are the key things that a company should consider? Uh, when they actually move forward with a high-availability and disaster recovery solution.
1: When companies are considering a high-availability and disaster recovery plan, they need to think about the applications and the business users who are using those applications. It's important for business users to actually determine what are the acceptable levels of downtime for these critical apps, and then technology groups can then put together the right solution that will meet those needs. One of the things to do is actually... Think about all the different applications in terms of recovery time and recovery point objectives. Those are quantitative ways companies can determine how long an application should be down. That's what a recovery time objective is. It helps you determine what is the acceptable amount of of application outage. And then a recovery point objective. Recovery point objectives measure how much data an organization is really willing to lose. So if you have a good sense of what the recovery time objective is, and recovery point objective is for a given application, you can tailor the right HADR or high availability and disaster recovery solution for that application.
0: So, Dan, you mentioned mission-critical applications. What percentage of those mission-critical applications do most companies have?
1: Our studies show that around half of a company's applications are really deemed mission-critical. And what we mean by mission-critical is that there's a recovery time objective of about eight hours or less, so that means you have about a day to get those applications back up and running, or it'll be very detrimental to the business. Typical applications for um, that we would deem mission critical could be a company's email system, a company's uh, ERP or financial systems, uh, transactional systems such as a company's portal, uh, or CRM uh, tools. In general, what we find is that more and more applications are becoming mission critical, and user expectations have gotten a lot higher, so more companies Um, now require more applications to be up nearly all the time. You know, if an employee is using the Yahoo Mail, it works all the time. They expect their corporate email to have that same kind of functionality.
0: Okay, that makes sense. What technologies would a company need to consider to meet their recovery time objectives or recovery point objectives?
1: The first thing a company look at when kind of setting up um, availability for some of their applications is backup. Typically, companies will look for data protection to help protect uh, the data that applications run. And usually, they're willing to let the application be down for maybe a few days, but that data needs to be be backed up every day or so. And so usually, if a a company has a recovery point objective of, um, you know, a couple couple days or a day and recovery time objectives of, of around that same time frame, backup is probably an appropriate solution. Now, there are backup solutions, including VeritasNet Backup, that allow you to do a lot more Uh, frequent backups and and have those backups be uh, less of a drain on companies' storage resources. Um, But backup tends to be kind of a higher kind of recovery point and recovery time objective-based technology. The next step companies might look at is more focused on data availability. And so they might look at more storage management tools that allow them to mirror data from uh, one storage group to another or data replication from one site to another uh, site. And that's typically taking uh, data from your production site and making sure that there's a copy of it on your disaster recovery site. Now There are a lot of different tools that allow you to do that, a lot provided by different hardware and storage management software vendors. And uh, those tools are, are fantastic and really kind of the next step beyond backup. Next, companies are going to look at how do they get these applications up and running. So now you've recovered, you know, you've, you basically have your data now recovered to um, a point of maybe a few minutes. You know, how, how quick can I get those applications up and running? Now, the first things companies are going to do is, is just manually kind of restart those applications, and you'll you know, take disks and reinstall the software and then kind of manually do the startup process. Well, there are a lot of tools out there, such as provisioning tools, that now can get your, uh, your key applications up and running on a more automated basis. So versus manual rebuilds, it may take a, you know, a day or so. Uh, provisioning tools can now reduce that time to startup maybe in about six to eight hours. Uh, sometimes even faster, depending on um, you know how long it takes to reset up the network or connect users to um, the new disaster recovery site. Next, you know the next highest level of of protection, and really the one that's kind of the most critical here, would be then moving um, applications to what we call a clustered environment, and that allows you to monitor the health or status of applications, all their kind of relevant components, and then restart those applications on another server or at another site when needed. So if something should go wrong, automatically the software will take care of the process of restarting up that application and all of its dependencies and making sure that users are then connected to that new server. Now, this is really the highest level of the the, the platinum standard of high availability and disaster recovery, and typically recovery time objectives for these apps are are minutes versus hours. So when you combine that with data availability from a a key kind of storage management vendor, you have a, a very complete high availability and disaster recovery solution.
0: When companies put together high-availability and disaster recovery solution, what are the key occurrences that they're trying to prevent in their data centers?
1: IT teams often think about what would happen if their key hardware should fail, if their critical software should fail, if uh, their storage and networking components should uh, have problems, or even if a natural disaster would take down their data center. But we find from some of the surveys we've done is the leading cause of downtime is really change in human error caused by the administrators themselves. So uh, we find often that, uh, you know, you're going to do all these things to prevent kind of external problems, but often companies really need to look internally to really prevent downtime.
0: What do companies do to address this change? It seems like it's complex and uh, it could be pervasive throughout the organization.
1: There are a number of change management tools that really will help companies get a lot more visibility about what change is going on in their environments and also help kind of control change when it does occur. One of the things that can happen is a company may not recognize which systems or applications really are dependent upon each other. And there are change management tools that allow you to actually do that kind of mapping and uh, determine what the impact of a change might be on multiple systems, not just the one that the change was made on. Further, change management systems can tell you who made that change, when that change was made, and what was actually changed. So if downtime should occur, you can actually diagnose the problem a lot faster than you would without a system like that. And finally, in clustered environments configuration drift, actually changing one server and not making a change to a backup server, can really cause these expensive clustering systems not to work. And if you can put in change management systems, you can really prevent this drift and making sure you're getting more out of your high availability and disaster recovery investments.
0: So, Dan, tell us what products Symantec offers to help address the high availability and disaster recovery needs of our customers.
1: Well, Jennifer, Symantec's a leader in a lot of the technologies that we talked about today. From industry-leading backup with our net backup and backup exec solutions to data availability products including Veritas Storage Foundation and Veritas Volume Replicator to automated provisioning tools such as Veritas Provisioning Manager and then high availability and disaster recovery clustering with Veritas Cluster Server, Symantec provides a comprehensive high availability and disaster recovery solution that will help your IT organizations meet the needs of their businesses.
0: Dan, any last thoughts for our listeners today in regards to high availability and disaster recovery?
1: The critical thing for IT teams to think about is making sure that they're talking to their end users and their business users. By understanding what their needs are and understanding what kind of level of protection that they require, IT teams can then put together the right solution at the right price.
0: Thank you for downloading and listening to another Enterprise Solutions podcast brought to you by Symantec. To learn more about the products and solutions we discussed today, go to Symantec.com forward slash data center. And for more Semantic podcasts, visit us at semantic.com forward slash podcast. Symantec Confidence in a Connected World.